Hello and welcome to episode four of the El Presidente podcast. In this episode, we are looking at the figure that has been generated by members of BNI in the last 12 months within BNI in the UK and Ireland, which is £537 million. And we want to go through why that figure has to be incorrect and why it is a load of rubbish. Um, this is Dave Kelly. I'm here with Chris Grimes. You want to say hello, Chris? Hello. Um, so let's get straight straight to it. Um, the amount of business that is generated within BNI is the main reason that people do or do not get involved within BNI. Yeah. I often say if I could offer a business £1 million in business if they are a member for one year, would they get involved? And it is a resounding yes every single time. So if I also said you might be a member for 12 months and get no business, you would not get involved. So somewhere in the middle is everybody's sweet spot where they would want to get involved. The reality is that there's £537 million worth of business that has been logged by members of BNI. But, Chris Grimes, do you think that figure is right or is that figure wrong? Well, I, have to, I think we have to talk about how that business is logged, first and foremost, David. Um, and we, we, everything is logged on a system called BNI Connect. It's a mobile app that every BNI member gets, and that connects you to every single member in the world, 245,000 members. And when you um, have... Got a referral, you log a referral on there, and then once that referral is completed and it's done into business, it gets put into what we refer to as thank you for the business. I do think that 537 million is a load of crap, and the reason for that is because second and ter- second second tier and third tier referrals don't get logged. So, so do, you, do you think it's more, or do you think it's less? I think it's more. A lot more. You think it's more? No, I know it's a lot more. Okay. Do you want to explain why? Well, it's a lot more because, like, like I said, second and tier third don't get referred, don't get logged, and I'll explain how that works. So if I pass Dave a piece of business, um, he does an amazing job for that client, that client then introduces him to his other business partner that owns another business, and that, 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 business, that person then passes him on to his wife or sister who owns another business. Those referrals don't get logged. They don't get tracked at all. Um, so I know that is a load of crap. And also, what also doesn't get logged, and we'll talk about it in a minute, is when we've talked about it in previous podcasts, is visitors. So visitors who visit the chapter, they don't even go anywhere near our, our tracking system at all. I mean, I know you've got a famous story about Aidan in your group, haven't you? Yeah, so I remember sitting down, there's a, a, a really good guy called Aidan, he's a fantastic member, he does a lot for uh, business owners within Manchester to help them to generate more business and to grow and six months into our membership, because we were members of the same chapter, still are members of the same chapter, I just, in passing, asked him how her business was. Um, he said it was very, very good. I said, how's BNI doing for you? Are you generating lots of business from BNI? And he actually, surprisingly, said, actually, I'm not, which surprised me because I could see how, how good a job he was doing, how much business he was giving to everybody else. And I could see how many referrals he was receiving, so I was surprised that he wasn't closing them for whatever reason. So I said, let me try and help you. So I'm involved in BNI, wanted to support him and try to help because he's a good guy. And we went through clients that he'd won in the previous six months. He had valued the business generated within BNI to his business of about £3,000 in the last six months. So when we went back through his CRM, we brought up a list of clients from the last six months, and I said, with each one, where has that client come from? Now, we got three or four clients down, and 
it was uh, an introduction. Funnily enough, I'd made the introduction, which was all the more prevalent because I wanted him to get that thank you for the business on for me. But I said, who's that person there? He said, oh, that's Ian. You introduced me to him. He's, in, um, he's, a, he's a business coach over in, in uh, Bolton. So I said, have you put that thank you for the business on? He said, and that's the three grand I'm talking about. I said, brilliant. Okay, what's this next one down? He said, oh, that's another business coach over in Liverpool that Ian knows. I said, all right, how does Ian know? He said, well, Ian introduced me to him. And he put three people on my, uh, sorry, four people on my training course. That's another, that's, that was 12 grand's worth of work that I got from that guy. I said, well, that came from Ian. He said, I know, but Ian didn't give me the referral. I said, I know I did, but to Ian. So that's 12 grand that should be, that I'd passed you. And he went, oh, actually, yeah, so that, that is a B&I one. So yeah, of course it is. So anyway, we continued down the list and there's a few other similar stories. That guy in Liverpool, had actually passed him on to somebody else as well who'd put a few people on this training course. And we got to the, the exhausted this list and the figure was about £90,000 worth of business. Wow. The, they'd done us a bit, I say, he's missed it off. Now, they knew they'd done the business, but they hadn't realised where it had come from. Mm. And from, you know, within half an hour, 45 minutes of sitting down with Aidan, we realised that he'd done the best part of £100,000 in six months from being a member of BNI because he'd done such a good job for a referral that I'd given him and a couple of, a couple of the smaller referrals that other members had given him. So um, it's that spin-off business that I don't think uh, well, I know businesses don't track. They say people a lot smarter and a lot wiser than me say that six to eight times the business that is stanked on BNI is what the reality will be. So I think £537 million is a massive figure and it's really, really impressive. The reality is, factually, that it has to be incorrect and it has to be a lot more than the £537 million. What about What about people who are, who are controversial and, again, probably a little bit of a myth this about the types of figures that get tracked in BNI where builders obviously in some chapters will put through a hundred grand or 200 grand extension. And there's that gray area, isn't it? Uh, which I, which I think is worth, well worth clearing up in the, in the, in this podcast about what gets tracked and what doesn't get tracked. You know, if a builder builds a house and he builds it for 250 grand, it was 250 grand extension. Then that goes on connect. Does it go and connect as 250 grand or does it go and connect off the amount of profit that is made? So technically speaking, the biz, the, if I pass you a referral, the invoiced amount that you issued to that client, that's what you put on the, yeah. the system. Now, I think the grey area you are probably talking about is, um, say, an estate agent may sell a house for £500,000. I don't think any estate agents put £500,000 of thank you for no, the business. No, they don't. No, they on, don't. Just let make that clear, will, it doesn't. They will, they will put the fee. Um, a builder, you know, if he's invoicing £200,000 for a job, I don't know what the margins are like within building, but it's very much up to yourself and what margins you charge. I think they would, they would thank for the full amount because yeah, they, but that I, is business they are, they are generating. But I think it's, it's, it's what you've got to remember, that £527 million is what's gone towards, towards a business's turnover. That's how you quantify it. And if someone is, what, what, we, what we can't do is be arguing over what profit was made on that, otherwise you'd be working out all day long. So it's, it's, if you've invoiced it and it's gone through at 20, 30,000 pounds and you've made 15,000 pounds or whatever it works out when you paid staff and electricity, that's not for B&I to work out. It's, work out to, it's to go in towards a gross figure and that's what it is. Yeah, the, the opposite end of the spectrum, obviously, to that is somebody like a business coach who is purely charging hours that they're putting in mm. so if a business coach is charging i don't know a hundred pound per hour that they spend with clients and they max their time so they're doing eight hours every single 
um, eight, every single day. So every week, they are invoicing their clients for £4,000 and all that they are doing, they have no cost to that other than their own time. So should that go through as a, a £4,000? Of course it should. Um, somewhere, it, uh, there'll be a, I don't know, the average margin across sectors will vary massively. So the only thing you can do is put on what the, the invoiced value is to, to your business and what, what profit you make from that is obviously down to yourself. What I, what, I, what I also know that doesn't go through, and I, this is a big, big thing for me, actually, and one of the, you know, when we talk about people, the reasons why people join b and we've talked about it in previous podcasts, support network, uh, and I think that's a big thing. I think that's a big thing that gets missed off about, I know there's a guy in our group who's an IP lawyer, and he, he must have give out five or six grand, probably more than a free advice to people in the in the chapter, just to help them through and obviously build his credibility and visibility. That's obviously helped him. But that goes nowhere near the statistics. I know Sarah, who's a, who's a business coach in our group, has given lots and lots of people free advice. I know a previous member, James, um, gave out free sessions, went and worked in people's businesses for the day. But again, that won't get logged as any business, but he's physically gone and helped people. Um, and that's all of the, what, again, people don't realise with BNI. With the support network that you've got in your members and the business that doesn't get logged, I think, where that's concerned. I think when we're talking about misconceptions within BNI, we are talking about people that are not involved in BNI. Some some people listening to this may never ever have heard of BNI or never have been to a meeting. I think the misconceptions only come from the people that attend a meeting or attend a couple of meetings, and they whatever they want to pick up on the reason that they don't think it's for them, they'll happily go around and tell everybody these reasons, even though they're not necessarily true. The thing to note with the meeting as a visitor coming in or an outsider or however you want to look at it, somebody coming along for the first time is that the meeting itself is the tip of the iceberg with BNI. So you see, as, as, a, as a visitor, you see the meeting, you see how it's run, you see the connection that the members of the room have got, you feel the warmth of the room when you get there, you see how well people get on, you see the credibility that you get each week from people passing your business or telling stories or giving you testimonials. But it is very much the tip of the iceberg. Everything that goes on to generate business is outside of that room. Mm. Um, It'd be good to get um, just going up, going on about business generates outside the room. I always remember going on a launch training with Simon Simon Finn. Um, we're going to get him on actually one one day um, if he's listening. But he actually met, got his daughter to meet Justin Bieber through being there, didn't he? Yeah, that's an amazing story. Just give us an upshot. I can't, I can't remember it fully. Just give us a kind of an upshot because you've had the training more. Um... So I had some training with Simon quite recently and we actually spoke on the training about the pitfalls of retelling stories that weren't necessarily your story. <laughs> so we're going to do that now. And potentially getting them wrong. So this is something that happened with Simon Finn and if you want to ask the specifics of it, please speak to Simon. I'm sure he'll, he'll want to tell you. From what I can remember, there was a... Um, so Simon was a... Uh, florist yeah. within BNI, and he had a meeting. I think it was with somebody within marketing who was in his chapter, and uh, just a conversation about how business was going or how life was, how a weekend was. Simon happened to say, "I've got to try and sort tickets out to see Justin Bieber because my daughter's a massive fan, and I'm going to have to drag myself there because I'm going to have to take her." Anyway, this marketing lady said, "Well, funnily enough, I." Do you know what? I don't think it was a marketing lady. I think it might have been a travel lady. I'm sure that... It was travel. It was travel. I saw out all the travel for everybody at uh, Warner Brothers. Or it was a massive, massive media company over in America. Let me see what I can do. So Justin Bieber happened um, to be touring. 
And long story short, this person who just sorted out the travel, I say just sorted out the travel, it's obviously a big contract, sorted out the travel, did such a good job that um, she was able to ask for tickets and not only did she provide tickets, she managed to get a uh, backstage meet and greet with Justin Bieber. So Simon, obviously against his will, kicking and screaming, <laughs> went to meet Justin Bieber, got a lot of selfies taken with him. Um, you know, best now, pals. Now. Our best pals, yeah, that's it. You, you know, he's got baby, baby, baby on his uh, <laughs> on his ringtone when you hear it, when you hear his phone go off. So he's a massive fan. I, you know, I don't even think his daughter went to be honest. I think it was just Simon. Um, but that's a good story. And then the, the following year, I believe the same thing happened again. So I believe they've met Justin Bieber more than once. And that is nowhere quantified in any stats or, you know, in any handbook or any training session or an information meeting or an established group that you go and visit. Those types of stories aren't told, but there's things like that happening all of the time outside of BNI, which is just a fringe benefit, which only comes from a relationship that he has got. You may have a relationship with somebody that does things like that for you. BNI helps you to forge those relationships. So those things can happen. Mm. Um, and that's a great example. Hopefully, Simon, if you're listening, I've not told that story too badly. Um, you tell it much better. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm very impressed with your latest well, Justin I, Bieber I, tattoo. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. Big tattoo, that as well. Oh, He's yeah. got loads of tattoos. Yeah, it's it? all over his back. He's a massive <laughs> Star Wars fan. Um, the one story that I always like is the one that our executive director tells. And again, we'll get him to come on and, and, and tell the story properly. But well-known, big tea manufacturer, um, came to the BNI meeting. He got invited by Andy to the BNI meeting. He came along because he had, he, had a, he had to spend a certain amount of money in the local area. And he saw BNI as a, a, great, a great place to come and do that and meet local suppliers. And, and the story goes that um, Andy had told all the members that he was coming along, obviously pulled a couple of members to one side and said, oh, this guy's coming along. Make sure you've got your, your 60 seconds prepared. Make sure that you've got some questions for him as the guy's looking to spend that money locally. And um, to cut a very long story short, he ended up inviting three or four of them in, end up doing quite a lot of business with them again. But again, won't get, ever get logged. Mm. Um, because every person who comes to the chapter, I'm going back to visitors again, you know, not every person's going to become a, me- become a member. Most people who, who come don't come members. I think we have about 20 or 25% conversion. But those members that, do, that, don't, that do come, so the visitors that do come, Tend that's just an ambulance going past. Sorry, uh, tend to pass business to to the members, and uh, that's just a, those figures don't get recorded, like we said. Yeah. So, what would you estimate the figure to be, or is that impossible? Oh, I couldn't even begin to think about. It. I think if you if you if we say I think we we statistic wise we say thirty percent of your business should come from visitors, and when I say it should come from visitors, it means that. You know, again, I know a lot of members don't follow up visitors, they don't use them properly. You know, if visitors come and visit my chapter, I see them, every single person as a potential sale or as a potential referrer or a potential partner. But I know members that don't. So I think if you've looked at members that do and do it properly, you know, 30% of your the whole BNI revenue should come from that. So I got, if you worked it out at 520, 37 million, 30%, what was it, 150, 160 million? 161.1 yeah yeah yeah, yeah you're better at maths than me yeah um, I, well the comments in the cinema say that I'm wrong probably <laughs> um, but yeah my, my theory on it is the 30% again is a figure there's an average across the world within BNI so in order to that again that's an average so you've got chapters that will be bringing one visitor a week maybe even less some chapters there's none in there's none locally that I know of that are bringing that few but there, there may well be chapters that are doing that 
for me, there's no way on earth that they can be generating that 30%, which only means the businesses, the, the BNI businesses that are bringing in, like your chapter is 8.4 a week on average over six months, which is phenomenal. Your amount of business coming from visitors will be way over 30%. Mm. So I think if you do not invite visitors to BNI, you're doing yourself a massive disservice and you're limiting the amount of return that you can get from BNI. Because if you look at it as a 30% via 70%, if you're not inviting visitors, all you're going at is the 70%, not the 30%. Yeah. Um, whereas I'd much rather have the 100%. Yeah, so would I. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would say, uh, in summary, the, the 537 million has to be incorrect. They say six or eight times the figure that he stanked will be the amount of business that he's generated. They also say that the impact on the local economy will be six times... Uh, the amount of business passed. So well, for every every million pound that goes into the economy, it will be spent six times over by the businesses that are receiving it, which is amazing when you think how how BNI is helping to change lives and well, let's change look at communities. Our, let's look at our chapters alone. So I think since August, we've done just over £560,000. Thank you for the business. That's £560,000 that's gone into the local economy for us. And that's we're a, a, new, a new chapter. It's a new chapter, yeah. And we're a new chapter, only been there since August. Um, and yourself been going for two or th three or four years now, Graphene? Nearly three years, and yeah. What, what's in, your thank you for the business? In year? the last 12 months, we have generated just over 3.6 million up until the start of February. But I know for a fact, during March already, we have done nearly £2 million in March. Because wow. there's a, a huge £1 million referral that has gone on. And talk a talk to us about that referral. So a... Um, a member invited a visitor along to a chapter. Didn't really understand what he did, but he'd met him at another networking event and thought he seemed to have a big business and he might be um, a good connection for lots of people in the room. Came on to the meeting, this person, met a few people in the chapter. Funnily enough, the member didn't even follow up with the person that he invited along. And a couple of weeks down the line, um, the member... Um, who had had a follow-up meeting with this person that had, been, had visited, he stood up and said, oh, I know Ben's not here, but there's going to be a £1.4 million pound referral. Uh, thank you for the business going on because we've just signed a huge deal with him. Um, the, the person in question, he, he, he brings quite a lot of visitors and he'd forgot which visitor he was. And it was only because the member actually said, thank you very much for inviting that person. We've just closed that deal that he that it was even logged. Now, I can't really see people missing £1.4 million pound referrals. No, but if you, think, think so. if you think every week there'll be, you know, £100,000, you know, £500,000, £500, £5,000 referrals um, coming well, from visitors, that people are, are probably thinking, do you know what? That's just come from me doing a follow-up. I don't, yeah. do I need to attribute that to BNI? No, I don't, because I've done the follow-up myself. The reality is that if you were not involved in BNI, that business would not have come fact. And if you're doing one of those every week or one every month and you're generating business from it and that is your main business development tool for your business, that income generating, that, that revenue stream for your business, which is BNI, is the most effective within yeah. your business. Um, Big time. Yeah, not everybody tracks it. And, you know, I suppose that's, that's an issue because our stats as, a, as an organisation are lower than what they potentially could be or what they really are. Um, but I think the... I think they're impressive enough as they are. I don't think anybody would question well, that. The, five hundred twenty-seven, five hundred thirty-seven million is a lot. Super, super impressive um, for me, and it's one of the reasons why. When I, one of the main reasons why people join in the end when we, when we, you know, if you've never been to a BNI meeting, I do encourage you definitely to go along. As I've always said, every group's different. 
Um, B&I works for every single business, doesn't work for every single person, as we've pointed out in previous podcasts. Get yourself along to a B&I group. All have different cultures. They follow the same agenda, but you can't get away from the fact of the amount of business that's passed worldwide. Um, on a local basis, I think we've done 13.7 million now um, in the last 12 months as a local, going back to the local economy. I always think that we should be massively celebrating that as a region. Um, that's just Manchester South. Yeah. Um, we don't touch on that. As again, we've spoken in previous podcasts about average seat values. The average member within BNI locally generates £67,000 per year that they track. As we've discussed, the reality is it'll be a lot more than that. Mm. My argument to that would be, why would you want to be average? So if the average is 67,000, imagine what you could do if you did a little bit more or put really a little bit, little bit more time into it. Um, so in closing, thank you very much, Chris, for your input. If you are listening to this and you are new to BNI, you don't know much about it, you may have attended a meeting in the past and thought it wasn't for you. All I would say is, um, if you are open-minded enough to meet with a well-connected group of local business owners and you are genuinely interested about growing your business, we would welcome you to come along as a guest to one of our meetings for us to help you to understand how BNI can help you or your business. No strings attached if you are not interested at the end of that and you don't think it will work for your business, that is absolutely fine. Um, hopefully we will add some value to you and your business during the meeting. Uh, but thanks very much, Chris. I will see you Cheers. on the next episode. See you later. Thank you.